Welcome to National Football Hangover Day. It is official that many people will not show up at work today. There might be nobody showing up to the huddle. Who knows? But we can always count on Lori to be here. Uh, Mark is on daddy duty, so uh, Jake is sitting in the seat. Jake, man, you and I have been seeing a lot of each other. I know, yeah. Uh, I see way too much of you. You know, I think we got to the point we were traveling last week. Uh, we got back, and I didn't want to see your face for a few days, so um, <laughs> I got away from you this weekend. But uh, it was good. A great, great lunch yesterday with the baby. Uh, great weekend, great week celebrating my birthday. Thank you to everybody for the birthday wishes. It was a magical 25th. Uh, so excited to have great content today. Got to be here with Lori, which I never get the opportunity yeah. to do. So it's exciting. I know I know um, one person that's not showing up today. What's uh, that? That's Matt. Matt DiGregorio, who was at the Super Bowl, he's not showing up today. <laughs> he's not That's showing true. up today. That's, it's a shame for all the, the Eagles fans. We'll get into a little bit of that. Lori, um, you had a great weekend. So you and Mike were all dressed up in your – Oh, yeah. Do we see a um, picture of Yeah, we went to the uh, Nova Southeastern University uh, Celebration of Excellence where they honored uh, Ronnie and uh, Ali Bergeron. Uh, which was very, very nice. Saw some, it was good to see everybody, you know, be out in the community. The dressing up thing, uh, I could do without that these days. It's like, oh, can't I just go in my Gucci sneakers and jeans? Like, really? You look great. You is, is look that, great. that should be considered dressing up. Anything with Gucci in it should right? be. Uh, it's, it's like Ferragamo, like lace-ups. Like those passes, well, like dress well, shoes. and we, we could do a whole show on, you know, what traveled all last week. And store more Nikes than I've ever. I mean, every guys. It, is, it has become the like. I think it's become the new popular entrepreneur vibe. You yeah. know, of the jacket and the and, and the Nikes. So, what, but I, even the women. I, I mean, will say though, I like said to a few people like, "Oh, nice shoes," and they looked down and they were like, "Oh, my wife got them for me. I, are they nice?" Like, I had no clue what I swear. I was like, oh, okay, so you're just copying style, which is, but like, I like it, you know, teach their own and explore Listen, and find yourself. All the young women in our office, dresses and sneakers. Yeah, crazy. My yeah. girlfriend showed up. We went to uh, Calouse yesterday for lunch with some friends. She showed up with those sneakers. I don't even know the name, but they have the star on them. They're like a oh, thousand dollars. Uh, oh, Golden Goose. Yeah. Right? I'm like, a thousand dollars? I paid a thousand dollars. They're friends. like dirty, too. They're like they're like roughed up so that they look yeah. like they've been worn. <laughs> yeah. Was, anyway, I mean, you could go on and on. I mean, people pay more for ripped jeans, so you know, go figure. But uh, you know, there was there's lots to talk about the game itself, which we'll get into a little bit. Halftime. Did you love it? Did you hate it? it? Seemed like a lot of people didn't really dig it. But let's get into it. Let's wake this thing up. Shay, good to be back in the seat. Let's go. just want to start out by this. Shay, can you please show me the picture of me and my family 
yesterday with Jake. Um, what an amazing, amazing lunch. Uh, Jules is just growing up uh, like like a weed. It's it's so much fun. It was great to be together. We will all be together, including Shay and his. I was about to wife. say the, the babies of on the ball will will meet each other for the first time. The babies of on the ball will meet next week at Andy's pasta dinner. So uh, you know we've been a supporter of that forever. This will be amazing because it is all Noodleberg and and Shay. It's uh, should be really really cool. What an amazing day! Really loved it. Then we all separated, went back to watch the game. So a couple of things about the game I just want to talk about. Every it looked like they were ice skating. They were just slipping all over the field. You know, they said that they've been preparing. For those, for those of you who don't know, they played football on real grass last night. The majority of the NFL is going to synthetic turf, which is also leading to a higher rate of torn ACLs, torn ligaments. And so there is an ongoing battle between the NFL and the Players Association about the surface that they're playing on. Well, last night they tried new grass. And if you don't know, in Arizona, they actually grow it outside and then roll it into the stadium. It was a two-year process, this new grass, and it completely flopped, and everybody slipped and slided around for yeah. the entire night. I mean, that it was kicker, the kicker looked like he twisted his ankle yeah. on that kick. I mean, it was, yeah, it was no, Not only that, 80% of the field was painted, so. Yeah. Which, at the end of the game, like, my heart was bounding that that guy wouldn't slip. I and know. You know, you don't live those things down. So it was a great game. There were lots of fun stuff. A quick commentary on commercials. Uh, I was underwhelmed. Jake and I have a theory on why. Lori, commercials? Yeah, you know, listen, I spent the early part of my career in advertising, right, with Ogilvy and Mather. And back then, they were spending millions of dollars on Super Bowl. I wasn't totally that impressed this year. Um, pro I, I actually think my, I don't know, maybe there were two or three that really I thought I could say were cute or... I thought we're okay. Like I thought Bradley Cooper and his mom were really funny, especially at the end when she says, he says, yeah, mom, I've been nominated sometimes. Yeah, but you never won. Right. So I love that. Uh, ben and, and, and Jen, of course, you got to go with um, yeah, the rest of them. I didn't really, they didn't move me. Jake. Uh, I think there's this, and I know you guys talked about it last week, but de-influencing, I think there's a move towards brand building and associating people with the brands rather than celebrities, rather than their products. And it seems like it almost reverted last night back to silly old ideas, paying a bunch of people to be in their commercials. Like, what was it? Bradley Cooper was in the T-Mobile commercial, and I don't know what the hell he was doing there or what they were even talking about. Like there was, I, So it seems like they're reverting, um, and I, it, I think it echoes our message. The more personal you are, the more you associate your brand with yourself and your company with yourself, I think the better it is, so. Well, you know, it's interesting. Jamie Tribble uh, talks about Serena. Serena recounted the famous speech that was in the football movie with Al Pacino. And I thought it was a flunk, man. A total, like you took a great speech, didn't give it any emotion. It was out of place. It was like, so I felt like there was a lot of copying stuff, you know, like uh, who's the um, the the uh, uh, the fashion guy, uh, Ben um, Ben Stiller plays that, oh, uh, the Zoolander. Zoolander. Right? Like, come on, right. you know, so I did like the Dunkin' Donuts was my favorite. And here's why. And you may not know this. Dunkin' Donuts first store was in Boston. And that's where Ben Affleck is right. from, uh, Boston. So there was that whole Boston thing that seemed to make sense to me. 
and I don't I don't know if I'm wrong, but there was not a Burger King commercial, correct? I don't, nope. I don't think I missed. There was no, no Burger King, food. no fast food, yeah, or crypto. I know, but I yeah. still said, uh, still saying the Burger King song last night. Whopper Whopper was said multiple times last night. Uh, so I still think they still take the cake for the they yearly. Do. The yearly marketing plan. But look, they're creative. They didn't go recycle an old song or do something that everyone else had done. They tried something. And now I can't stop talking about Burger King. So Yeah. By the way, I know we're not really going to get into the game, but I have to give my my JA's Casey Delapena uh, just a shout out for being such a gentleman, right? And, and a good sport and saying no game comes down to one play. Right, just cause his team, his favorite team that he eat, lives, and breathes, did not win. He took the high road. So. Uh, I like you say that. And I, there's one thing that I know you say a lot, Dad. You know, but it was like the the one deal that I almost had. Or if that didn't happen, I would have been great. If you rewind and let's break down the game, they're up fourteen seven and they fumble and it goes back for a touchdown. That's on them. That's not on anybody else. You're then up 10 and you come out flat in the second half and allow the Chiefs to come right back down and score 18 unanswered points. So there are a lot of things that you can look at came down to one play and a ref, and it's terrible that they allowed it to go that way and it happened. But look at yourself before you look at the external factors that decided the game. There were a lot of plays that could have gone different. Yeah, I mean, I think if they didn't call it and you're a KC fan, you're screaming and yelling. Right. The fact of the matter is you watched, you got to witness the best quarterback ever, in my opinion. That guy is just completely and playing on another just, level. Just because one player played super well doesn't mean another one didn't play super well. Jalen Hurts was equally as amazing. I right. think both teams gave us an absolute show, usually yeah. in big moments. And I talked about it in my post yesterday, the nervous versus excited. Those guys were excited to play football last night. There was no nerves. They were excited. They came out. They executed their plan. It was 7-7, 14-14, 35-35. That's all you ask for them. They're human yeah. beings. They show up. They prepared. They did their job for us. And uber thankful for a great game. It was a super entertaining night of football. I mean, you know, I will tell you this. The quality of content leading up to it was complete horseshit. There was so much filler and so much crap that they were filling before the game. You know, like I could not wait till 6.30 came. And then 6.30 turned out to be a quarter to seven because they had every kind of song and every kind of honor. And, you know, it, it seemed like overdone. To me. So I think I think we'll talk about one more thing and then get to the content because I know that you put together an unreal amount of content, uh, which we'll never get to. But the halftime show. Yes. I, I, I I think it's important. Everybody will be talking about it. They'll either be talking about the flag or they'll be talking about the halftime show. I happen to love it. I thought it was, she's so great at being herself and her music and the way that she goes about her music career. Like she hasn't posted or hasn't released an album in seven years or all these crazy things. And she didn't overdo it for me. Like this is how I, her music was so good. She was already pregnant. The stage was great. I didn't need the costume changes and everything. I think it goes over the top, takes away from the music. I could hear it. We were jamming. The sights was amazing. The fireworks. So I really enjoyed it. Lori, I would love to hear your I'll take. Give you, I'll give you my quick input. The best national anthem I've heard in a long time. I loved it. I agree. Yeah. No, I thought, listen, I I loved the 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 part, you know, the, all the coming up and coming down. I thought that was really cool. Um I love Rihanna. So, I, you know, I thought I agree with Jake. It was simple. 
it was like last year, there was so much, all these boxes and all this stuff going on. Yeah. It was kind of hard to, you know, really like pay attention Enjoy to any to one music. thing. The focus was on Rihanna. Right. And the dancing, I thought, was great. So uh, the, the focus might have been on Rihanna, but probably every person watching was going, is she pregnant? Is she well, that's pregnant? what I thought. Mike said, well, yes. she just had a baby a year ago. I'm she like, is. yeah, but that belly should not be there for a year ago. She is pregnant with her second kid. Which I, I think I everybody, everybody Googled two things. Is Rihanna pregnant? And then got no answer, right? Because no one had any clue. And then was like, when did she have the baby? Because everyone yeah. was like, I know she just had it, but when? And when everyone saw it was in May, they were like, oh, she's probably pregnant again. <laughs> incredible. Incredible. So no better way to motivational music today than to shine bright like a diamond. Um, so here's a little-known fact. We always like to bring business facts to uh, to the show. Nobody gets paid for halftime. Nobody. Um, every last year, year before, whatever the precedent is, they get Apple to sponsor halftime. Apple paid fifty million dollars to sponsor it. Fifteen million of that fifty went to do that production, and the artist gets nothing. Statistically, everybody who has done that performance, their streams, their sales, their everything has gone through the roof because obviously it's one of the most. And where's the other 35 million? Straight dollars? to Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Straight <laughs> to Roger Goodell's pocket. Yeah. Let's talk, let's I, talk I, about that. <laughs> I will say though, uh, talking of last year's halftime show, they give them a marketing budget, but the artists last year took it upon themselves to spend an extra $7 million of their own money to put on a show. So I don't know how much input Rihanna had this year, but it, I thought it was still great. I thought, you know, so I, I don't want to discount the, that stage. It was the coolest thing ever. So she was yeah. suspended in the air and those dancers started rocking a little bit at there at the end. And I was like, oh, okay. right. I was like, oh God. This, she this didn't be, flinch. Right. I was like, this would be a really bad storyline for all of us. Ooh, yeah. Especially <laughs> pregnant. Okay. So uh, enough football today, enough, entertainment today i want to talk about something a, a, a word a phrase you may not know and that phrase is tidal inflation so the the idea that titles are on the rise now i have always been a fan of of cool titles but 
there's a whole debate going on that while money is inflating, so are titles, and it's being used as a way to either hang on to people or not pay them as much. There's this whole dialogue. Um, Jake, what is your title? Oh, well, I have two. So for, I, yeah, so for you, that just threw, stumped me there. I thought we were going to Lori first. On the ball, I am the game plan coordinator. Um, and then for our get on the ball, I am the director of success. Which is super cool. Shay, jump in for a second. Tell everybody your title if they don't know it. If you don't know it, I feel bad for you. Um, director of MIH, which is making it happen. So Shay's been with us nine years. When he came on board, I created that title with the understanding that I wanted people to know that his responsibility was to make it happen. So nine years ago, that was like an outlier. Lori, what's your thoughts on titles, money? Now they're making up shit, putting stuff together. I mean, it's crazy. You know, the first thing I want to say is I'm not sure that this is something new. I mean, I remember being back in the corporate world many years ago. And you know what? Titles were important to us then too, right? It's a sign of moving up. It's a sign of success. I've done well. I get a new title. Sometimes, yes, often there's some money that goes with that. Um, but, you know, and I think especially today, especially the younger people, but I don't just think it's them. We want, if we're doing a good job, we want to... We want that recognition. A title is one way of giving that recognition. We've created a hierarchy of titles because in order for someone to go from a manager level to a director level, there's nothing in between. And it could take years for that director to leave. So we created the senior manager level. It gives them additional opportunities. It gives them a, diff a little bit title, gives them a little bit more money. So. I don't think there's anything wrong with with good titles, and I love that you guys are so creative. What 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 is what? I would like to get your thoughts on in the industry optics, you know, of like handing a title to somebody so that they are recognized in the marketplace as a president or as a CEO. And do you guys see benefit in that? Do you think it's worse for the person if they don't actually represent that position? You know what I mean? So kind of walking that line. Well, let me comment. So let's, you know, go backwards to when Mark was joining the company and I said, I want to make you president of the company. You're going to be running the company. Um, you will learn more as you go. But here's the thing that makes a difference from the outside in people respect you differently based on your title. He could be, you know, vice president. That's not the president. Lori, you're the CEO. You know, that's where the buck stops. And so, you know, I think that there's a aspirational part of titling that puts people in a place that says, you know, okay, cool. Um, I was never CEO. I didn't like that. I My title is principal thinker. You know, I'm principal of the company. I'm responsible of thinking. And when I did that, 20 years ago, people were like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're like, you, you know, you're the CEO, be the CEO. Well, sometimes I didn't want to be the CEO. Lori, you know, it's like, it's well, that's true sometimes. I also think there's another piece to this. I also think titles can put you at different tables. Yes. It yes. isn't just about making that call and saying, hey, I'm the CEO or I'm the director or I'm this or I'm the chief operating officer or whatever. 
It also allows you into certain circles and tables, whether it's this something like Vistage or it's uh, the Broad Workshop or, right? It puts you at the table with that level of people. So I, I think, you know, I, 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 I'm all about titles. I think, I think it's important. I think it's, but, but I, I don't think, think you should strive for titles. Like I think in coming oh, from, my, from my generation, the question is, was like, well, are you like a director yet? Or are you this? And what title are you going for? And what was your starting salary? And those are the questions that are the important questions for people at my age. And I'm fortunate enough to be surrounded by a lot of very distinguished CEOs and career people. And they're like, don't do that. It'll leave you, leave, you know, wanting to be more fulfilled with the people. And I don't think there's enough teaching of that happening to the young generation. Of so there's we, a, love, yeah. we, we love Adam Grant. Adam Grant did a study and found that giving employees the chance to craft their own title, titles led to less burnout. The titles adopted by some of the employees he spoke to was Minister of Dollars and Cents, um, Goddess of Greetings. Now, I'll tell you, for me, early on in the phone business, the person that answered the phone was Director of First Impressions. We made that person feel better than, let me talk to the operator. Or the, right. you know, reception. or the receptionist. Right. You know, which to me was demeaning. So you can fulfill people, make them more proud of what they do. You know, but this whole idea backfires when you go into the banking business where everybody's a vice president. You know, and the, so, so here's where I want to take this conversation. Here's where it makes a difference. Most people in LinkedIn, right under their name, put their title. Right. And the title lives underneath in their employment history. You don't need it there. The place underneath is a tagline. That's where if you choose to be creative, it stops the boom. All of a sudden, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, that's creative. I want to talk more to this person than if you just Google vice president. Boom, well, I called it. I called it the yellow brick road. I called my page the yellow brick road. Like keep following me down this yellow brick road. If you haven't hit connect yet, because you're going to find a lot more information along the way. So if your tagline is impressive and it looks like an impressive profile, they'll click on it. Then they'll see your work history. They'll see your content. They'll see your connections. You want them to see everything you're putting out. So something that drives them, intrigues them, gets them to click on your name. And here's the final piece of this. Jake, who created your title? I did. You did. Shay, who, who created your title? Me. I saw, saw it on Shark Tank and I stole it. Right. So, you know, empower people to create their own suit and let them jump in and live in that suit. Is this a, uh, is this a bad time to ask for a BP title or? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be some creative after that, Jake. <laughs> be anything you want. So, you know, speak the truth, man. This is what it's all about. What a great Monday. It is great to be back in my routine. It's unbelievable. The great night's sleep I had last night. Ready to kick some ass today. I'm ready to get down to business. How about you guys? Can't wait. Ready. Let's go. Off and running. I'm up, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night.